Hey everybody, this is Ruben, and you're listening to Amazing Stories. What do you mean, a man? I'm sorry, that's all I know. You said she had no visitors. I'm afraid I can't give any Call the police. Call the what? Well, he's got her. My dad's back and he's got her. Will you, will you call the police, please? On what grounds? On the grounds she's been abducted. Abducted? There's absolutely no... I'll call her. Hey, madam, give me please. Yes. Behaviour is unacceptable. Look, I'm dealing with it. This is not helping. What do you expect me to do? My dad has abducted me, ma'am. You don't know that. Give us a Here. Have you called the police? Please step away from the desk. Can you call the police? Sorry, I'm going to have to ask you ladies to leave the premises. So now you've got security. This way, please, ladies. Don't touch me. We're going, we're going, okay? Back off. Oh, well, thanks for helping. I am helping. Just let her waltz out of there. Jess, please, look at You me. have absolutely no idea what he's like. You have absolutely no idea what he's capable of. What is he capable of? Oh, he's nasty, Maya. He's cruel. He's controlling. He could always make my mum do what he wanted. I'm sure that was true, but... It's true, all right. But that was a long time ago. He's, what, 70? He's an old man. I don't care. He's dangerous. My mama's in danger. So what do you want to do? Go, just drive. Call on the police. Don't call the police, Jess. I'm calling them. What are you going to say? My mum has checked herself out of her care home. That's not a crime, Jess. They won't do anything. Hang up. Fine. What are you going to do? I'm going to get some proper advice. Neil Ford? Neil? It's Jess. I need some help. What's up? I think my dad's back and I think he's got my mum. Are you sure? She's been seeing old faces and she mentioned dad to staff and then someone let themselves into our old house with a key. And now some man has walked her out of the care home. I, I know he's back, Neil, and I, I, well, I just don't know what to do. What does Maya think? Maya? Here's my advice. Listen to Maya. Call me if you need me. Keep strong, Jess. Bye. Bye. Did you hear that? Mm-hmm. I do want to help. I promise. I know. Right. First of all, call your mum. Right. Yes. And then we take it step by step. Figure out where she might have gone. This is Dr. Judith Carter. Please leave a message after the That's voicemail. Okay. Thing is, Jess, is it possible she's gone with him willingly? People change. She never remarried. Maybe she thinks of him differently than you do. Hmm? Good night. My dad walked out on us. We were, um... 
we were in the back room, it was him, me and my mum. I was 14 and they'd been arguing for months, there'd been this atmosphere in the house and he used to hit her, never in front of me, but you know, I'd see her face and I'd hear things. But that night they were getting on all right. We were watching TV after dinner and I was sort of snuggled up to him on the settee and he says to my mom, I love you, love you Jude. Jude. And she sort of ignores him. And he says, I said, I love you. I love you. And she says, I'm trying to watch TV. And then he says, tell, tell me you me. love me. And she says, okay, I love you. Now just can we watch? And then he said, tell me you love me. You'll never leave me. And You'll never leave me. Which she ignores him again. And then he gets out this knife, this Swiss army knife. And he opens it up and he holds the blade to me throat. And I'm sort of laughing until I see my mom's face. And he says to her, tell me you love me, you'll never leave me. And then he presses this knife against me throat. And I can feel my heart racing, but I don't move. And I see something change in my mom. Something about her eyes, something that goes hard in her. But she says, of course, I'll never leave you, Fergus. Now, come on, put that knife away. And Wait. He does, he puts it away. And, um. My mum says, it's past your bedtime, young lady, you go on up. And somehow, I know. I know that she's going to kick him out right there and there. And does she? Mm-hmm, she does. She tells him to sling your hook. And does he? Uh-huh. He walks out the front door down the street and I'll never see him again. Never? N not until last week. That was him at our old house, I'm sure of it. Jess? Mm -hmm. Could they be there? The house? How far away? Oh. Make a U-turn. Here. Maya, can you go a bit faster? He's 30 along here. Oh, I'm sorry, it's just, you know what? <clears throat> left. It's left. That's left here. Good on your mum, though. Well, yes. Must have taken courage. She was kind of... Uh, I, I don't know how to describe it. Exhilarated. Relieved. I suppose so. the house right there. Yeah. I'm starting to think you might be right. What if he is in there? I know. I feel like we should be calling for backup. Maybe Eva could round up a SWAT team of forensic accountants armed to the teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Shall we? Let's go. No car outside. There's no movement in the upper windows. No one in the kitchen. I'll check round the back. You wait here. All right. 
Hello? Hello? I don't think there's anyone inside. There's no signs of life from the back either. Though the guy next door clearly thinks I'm trying to rob the place. Hello? It's all right, Mr. Morgan. She's with me. Thank you. Who's he? Chairman of the Neighbourhood Watch. My mum hits him. Let's go in. Why not? about the back room. Empty. Maya? Maya. I said empty. Let's go up. their room. Nothing. I'll check the bathroom. Okay. Empty. One more floor. How long were they here? Eight years together. What my mum's been here ever since. Has it changed much? Did you hear that? I can't hear anything. Oh, I thought I heard something. No, there's nothing. Let's go up. This is the last floor. You check that room. I'll check this one. Okay. Empty. Empty. Jess? Jess? Jess, you didn't answer. This used to be my room. Oh. I don't know when I was last in here. Bad memories. Good and bad. I'm sorry, Jess. Anyway, they're not here. It was always a long shot. Yeah, I know. Of course, we might have beaten them to it. True. You want to wait? I don't know what else to do. 
Is this your bed? Yeah. Is that your old duvet cover? <laughs> yeah, I was very into Han Solo. <laughs> was this where you were that night? Eventually. At first, when my mum sent me up to my room, I just sat out there, the top of the stairs, listening. <laughs> Always listening. Always. And what do you hear? Um, I hear my mum kick him out. Straight away? You, you don't mind me asking, Not do you? right away. There's an argument for a bit, and then it goes all quiet. And then my mum flings open the door and shouts at him, you get out of this house right now or I'm calling the police. And I hear him step outside and she shouts, and don't come back, and then slams the door behind. What did you do? I came in here. What must you have been feeling? You know what, Maya? Relieved. He was a right bastard. Mm, he sounds it. I don't sleep, of course, just... Listening to the silence of the house. It is very quiet up here. And then my mum puts on a record. A record? An old blues thing. I think it's something my dad played. It always makes her happy. I heard it the first night when she called me from Gorton House and somehow... Hearing that music floating up the stairs back then... That's how I know everything's going to be all right. And you never see him again? Never. Well, he comes back later that night to pick up some things. And you see him then? I hear him arrive. The gate at the back has got this squeak. And I'm lying in bed and I hear it and I'm wide awake again, you know, sweating. Terrified that he might be trying to worm his way back in. <laughs> and was he? My <laughs> mum is not having any of it. I hear talking, and I hear the music's on again, and then a bit later, I don't know how long, the music goes off, and I hear the front door open and close, so I, I go to the window, and that's when I see him, walking off down the street in his old raincoat with his bag of things. And that's the last time you saw your dad? Yes. How did your mum take it? She didn't want to talk about it at first, you know, the next morning. But I, I got it out of her. How he'd begged her to take him back and he made promises that he'd be a better husband, better father and she, she just told him, no, you've had your last chance, sling your hook. Wow. I just knew. She means it this time. Hmm. What? Nothing. Go on. Well, you said he was aggressive, controlling, clever. Uh -huh. He dominated her. Yeah. Why would he just give up and leave? Well, he did, though, didn't he? And if he left so easily, why has he returned? I don't know, Maya. Do I? It's just... Jess, please tell me if I'm speaking out of turn, but it, it just seems like there are gaps. Feels pretty bloody complete to me. Yeah, but... There's no but about it, Maya. This, th look, this was the worst night in my life. The whole thing is cutting to me brain, like, you know, like grooves cutting to a record. I know what I heard and I know what I saw. Like you've got a sound recording in your head. Huh. And one thing you've taught me, Jess, 
is you need to listen to sounds hard because you don't always hear what they have to tell you. For instance? Take your mum's music. Yes. You said you could hear it. Yeah, it's a happy music. When I called to you from in that room just now, you couldn't hear me. Well, it's got that funny dog leg. And you were like ten feet away, not on the top floor. So? How loud was she playing this music? I don't know. Quite loud, I suppose. And you said it's a happy music. Well, it is. She was playing it from the care home that first week. She was, yeah. You told me she was miserable that first week. Didn't want to be there. Maybe. Are you sure that's music she plays when she's happy or when she wants to be happy? Maybe, but... Okay. When your husband of, what, 15 years walks out on you... Because she kicked him out to protect her daughter... Still might struggle to be happy, right? And you didn't see him leave? I did the second time. Did you see his face? Where are you going with this? He left. I saw him go. I never saw him again. I'm sorry. I I didn't mean to... It's me, Mum. Answer it. Mum? I'm so sorry. Mum? Oh, thank God. Where are you? Are you okay? What has he done to you? I'm so sorry, Jessica. You you know, you don't have to apologise. Everything's going to be fine. Just tell me where you are. I can't, darling. I'm all right, I promise. Just please don't try and find me. Please. I'm sorry, Jessica, I just can't. Mum? Mum, just... Mum, listen, just tell me. Are you with Dad? Mum, just listen to me. Answer me yes or no. Are you in danger? No. Yes or no? Is he holding you against your will? I'm sorry, darling. I can't hear you. Can he hear what I'm saying? Yes. Why am I hearing that twice? Mum? Where are you? Jess, the ice cream van. We heard it outside and on the phone. They've got to be in the house. But but we checked everywhere. She's not here. We didn't go into the basement. The basement's locked. Was there a key in the lock? No, but... but... We're such idiots! He's locked her from the inside. Come on! Chief, come on, move! You really think they're down there? Where else can they be? You can't hear anything. Nothing. Wait, call her. She's there. Stand back from the door. I'll kick it down. Oh, my God. Mum. Oh, Jessica. Where is he? Where's Dad? He's here. Where? Where is he? He's just... Mum, you don't have to go with him. What are we going to do? Jessica, we can get you out of here. He's coming! We need a weapon. What are you doing? Protecting us. I'm down here! Judith, what happened to the door? AJ? 
Who are you? Jess. Jessica. Jessica. I didn't tell them, I promise. Who's he? It's the kid from over the road. Kid? Oh, he used to babysit us. Are you police? No. You said you were with Dad. You told her. Where is he? He's... Look, you can tell us you're safe now. He's there. He's right there. Where you're standing. What? I'm sorry. What happened? Oh, Jess, please. You have to tell her. Tell me what. The night your dad left. Yeah, when you told him to go? Yes, well, I tried to, darling. What? But he said he'd kill me before he'd agree to a divorce. And he was laughing and pressing me against the wall and I sort of kicked him. And he fell right down those stairs. And I honestly... Jess, I, I honestly thought he was dead. But I, I heard you, you told him to go. I know. I know, you were always listening. So I went to the door and I opened it and I said, you get out of this house right now or I'm calling the police. And I stamped a bit and I walked out of the door and I shouted back into the house, and don't come back. And I slammed the door behind me. Behind you? Where did you go? I was just going to go across the road. You remember the Sarkas? I thought they would know what to do. But they were out. I was on my own. AJ was 19. I didn't want to get him into trouble, but what could I do? What did you do? I explained there'd been an accident and I needed some help. And he was very kind. I told him to come round the back and that no one would see him. So I did. I went round the back. And your mother let me in. And I went downstairs and there he was. I was just feeling for a pulse when he sprang at me. Oh, Jessica, it was horrible. He had some kind of penknife in his hand and he was slashing at me and I was just trying to keep him away when... I must have kicked his arm and the knife went into his chest here. Yeah. And I could have called an ambulance. And they'd have patched him up and brought him back. Back into this house. And I couldn't do that. So we watched. We watched him bleed to death. We let him die, AJ, that's all. We dug your father a grave. I went upstairs and I put some music on. You buried my father. Where you're standing. And when he was done, I filled your father's suitcase with some of his clothes. And I gave AJ his old raincoat. And he went off to dump the bag. I saw AJ. I hoped you would. So... You staged all this for me. You created a fake story for your listening daughter. What would you have done? So that's why I didn't see you again after that night? No. I never wanted to set foot in this house. I moved away. Then years later, my father got Alzheimer's and I came back to look after him. It was sad watching him, but I got a taste for care work. 
two years ago I joined an agency that supplied cover staff to places like... Like Colton House. Yes. Which is how we met again. Oh, to faces. It was AJ who saw the danger of selling the house. You don't want a developer digging this up. He made me phone you and call it off. That's enough. I'm coming out. She gave me a key to see if I could move the body, but you interrupted me. That was you. And anyway, they moved everything around so I couldn't figure out where the body was. So he needed me here. You're going to tell the police? It was an accident. It was. It really was, I promise you. I'm still taking this in. All this time, and I I was so scared he'd come back. I know, Jess. And I'm sorry. Of course I won't tell them, Mum. Thanks, Jess. Thank you. The real question is, what is Maya going to do? Of course. Maya... I don't want any part of this. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have brought you here. I'm going. Where are you going? Home. Will you tell anyone? I don't know. I understand. You do what you have to do. This is wet soil. You can smell it. The bones will be brittle. Yeah, you can smash them up easily. Scatter them. The skull, you'll want to bury somewhere deep. Do you need to get that? No. Hi, this is Jess. Please leave a message. Jess, it's Neil. I hope everything's sorted out with your mum. Look, um, Ellie wondered if you were free for takeaway at hours Tuesday week. Maybe the brilliant Maya too. And Jess, don't go looking for your dad. Don't go looking if you don't want to find something. Problem with you, Jess, you want to find everything, good and bad. You're an amazing, talented, Absolute pain in the ass, Jess Carter. Let me know about Tuesday week. Bye, love. Exemplar was written by Dan Rabalato with Ben and Max Ringham. Jess was played by Gina McKee. Maya by Siobhan Marks, Sophie by Fenella Woolgar, Judith by Barbara Martin, and AJ by Asif Khan. Original music was by Ben and Max Ringham, with sound design by Lucinda Mason-Brown and David Chilton. The directors were Polly Thomas and Jade Lewis. It was a reduced listening production for BBC Radio 4. Thank you for listening, and don't forget to join us tomorrow for yet another amazing story.